Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell <no>. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Yo, join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Play. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We just want to hear what you guys have to say. So go ahead, press that little number sign, and join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Play. Hey, what's up, y'all? Good evening. Mm. Good afternoon. Well, Good morning, whatever it is. Wherever yeah, you are. It's, it's evening here. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> right? From being a working trans woman. <laughs> right? Lord, man, this week has been crazy. Like, uh, I first of all, I'm blocked from Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm, Explain. (laughs) I'm blocked, and it may be or may not be because I posted a big black dick. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and it may be mine or it may be somebody else's, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Uh oh. You know, I it could be, but I ain't gonna even um, you know, I am <laughs> blocked for thirty days. That's all y'all need to know. That's a long time. <laughs> and it's funny because when you blocked on Facebook, motherfuckers be hitting you up and they think you ignoring them, oh, <laughs> cussing you, you out. You like, are you acting funny? Like, oh, so you just gonna ignore me like that? <laughs> and I'm like, nigga, I can't even Respond. I can't respond. Dang. Like you can't message or nothing. No, you can't do anything. You can't yeah. like shit. But like you, you can, can see it. People you can see it. You? you can see it. Like if y'all, if I open up my shit, like I can see. Look, look. See, I've never like, been blocked. They're gonna be like, where did I go? Classy, I follow the rules. Y'all classy rule followers. I I'm a rebel. <laughs> I, I don't want to be blocked. What's crazy is I posted it in a group. Of a trans group, and them bitches probably was hating or something. But that's how it goes. You know, that's the way love goes. You know, they had asked the post asked me <laughs> to post a picture of what was in front of me, <laughs> and so <laughs> could have been yours, could have been somebody else, could have been mine, could have been it yours. It was in front of me, <laughs> and so I wanted them to see the Wait, view. So you, okay, I'm and not so, <laughs> but I really don't think somebody flagged it. I think that I think Facebook has some type of detector. Yeah, when it posts you when you post pictures, cause it was too quick. Like I didn't think they saw it that fast, mm-hmm. but it could have been the bitches hating. I don't know. It could have. Was there some dick pictures in the group? Um, no. Oh, yours was. <laughs> she had to be that rebel. You know I'm that girl. So, <laughs> you know when you on Facebook, like you can see it and say somebody tag you, you can't 
do anything. Like you can't like pictures, you can't like statuses, you can't like comments, you can't do anything. And it tells you when you try to do something, it says, "Oh, you've been blocked for t- thirty days." But they'll they'll actually say the day that you're on. Like <laughs> they'll say, "Well, you have twenty more days left." <laughs> Nineteen try more days. Try again. <laughs> In fifty-eight days. And so they try. They really give you a chance because the first time you get blocked, you're like blocked for twenty-four hours. The next time you get blocked, you block for seven days. Oh, so girl, the next you time are, you get you blocked, I want thirty. <laughs> You've been a three oh, times offender, darling. Yeah, and then the next time it's over, so I gotta be a real good girl. <laughs> Even though I got a bunch of pages, so you know. Mm. I'm on my other page. My other page is my straight page. So yes. I have a trans page and I have all my activist friends. I post trans stuff and da da da. Then I have my fish page <laughs> that I add all the trade and my high school folks <laughs> you know family stuff that I, I'm the good girl on there mm-hmm. and um see I need that you know I just like to separate them you know mm-hmm. you know you know I'm trying to be loud and proud but I like to have my anonymity soon right <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I got two different pages but I like that I have two different pages because you know when I'm in a block situation I can come on to this one. or if somebody block you you can go and read they try to read you. Oh, you thought you blocked me? <laughs> Hello. Me you. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen you do that before, actually. <laughs> you seen me do what before? Oh, yeah. You seen me do what before? I've seen somebody block you from one. Um, they they talk, tried to read you and blocked you, and then you came back oh, and read them. I'm very that girl, <laughs> and then I blocked them. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, so the topic of today, the first topic is the Olympic doctor molesting, like, 150 fucking kids over his career. Mm-hmm. And the judge sentencing him to fucking um, consecutive... Um, life sentences? It's, I don't know if they were life, but they were sentences a bunch of years consecutively where he ain't getting out. <laughs> he ain't getting out no time at all in his life unless he hits Wrigley's world record to get out of a lo- the longest living dude. <laughs> baby, and you get in there, baby. So what is kind of weird to me is, first of all, let me read a little bit. So the judge, Rosemarie Akinila, Akalina, something like that. She's a um, um, Hispanic woman. The judge, she presided over the case. And, you know, she did some epic shit. I thought this was like an epic fucking um, way to use the courtroom. So what she did, she allowed the victims, all of them, all 150 plus of them, to record in the they they came like the cameras and shit was rolling and they gave their testimonies against him so he could hear and everybody could hear it, what was going on in the courtroom and they could you could hear what they had to say to him their experiences oh what he did to them all kinds of crazy ass shit and it was broadcast so you can see what predators like this do to little girls and little boys mm-hmm. and it just was epic. I thought it was a powerful move to be able to see this on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, she she recorded it and, and she let it broadcast, and I thought it was epic. Then she 
he wrote her a letter saying some weird ass shit and she basically ripped up the letter and was like you know i really based on what you said in this letter it lets me know that you haven't learned your lesson because you don't get it you just don't get it and I think that you're despicable. And she just went down to just reading. Yeah, <laughs> I was living. Just reading, reading, reading. Because his victims range from six years old to 18. Jeez. And these are Olympians trying to reach their green- dreams. And he he's fucking molesting them. And it's, it's, it's crazy to me because one of the girls was sharing her account and she was like one of the situations because he's like a doctor for the Olympic teams and then Michigan State University's team. And what he would do, he was like give them therapy, like sometimes physical therapy, like massages and stretches and reflexology and just whatever doctors do to get them to perform at their peak and healing at their peak. And one incident, one of the girls explained that one time she was in the room and her parents were in the room, man. Her parents were in the room while he was molesting her because he was doing some type of massage. And the way he was positioned and her parents was positioned in the room, like her little child body was blocking the the view of the the view of the parent. And so they thought that he was giving her like a massage to get her prepared, but he was actually fingering her. Wow. And so she she probably didn't understand and was confused. Exactly. She said she thought that this was a part of the treatment because if he's doing this while my parents are here, then it's okay. It must be okay because clearly this is not something wrong. And then I'm giving you, and this is not a person who is, um, this is not like a normal doctor. This is somebody who's, you know, touching your body and moving it in a way and stretching it. And, you right. know, because we are athletes. So they have access. They have more access to your body than, you know, like a, like you a normal doctor. You trust them. Yeah. You And, you know, they are recommended. They've been around for years and years and years and years. It comes along with that. People, even people, she, she was saying that people were recommending him. Like, like pe- he had been around for so long and they didn't know what was going on that other people was like, oh, he'll get your body together. Like in regards to making you a good athlete. Right. And he was just wearing people out. And he was molesting them. Oh, and it, it, it's what's really fucking weird and annoying is some of the responses to the situation, to the judge doing that in that's out in the conversation, what? out in the public discourse. Uh, I they're like making it seem like she went too far. They wear those too, then. Uh, yes, <laughs> I agree. I feel, and it's only dudes that's saying this fucking shit. Like they're making it seem like she, she instead of you, you supposed to as a judge, you supposed to judge in a way that is void of kind of like opinion. It's supposed to be like justice and balance in the law and da 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 da. But get the fuck out of here. This is a human being. And she did judge based on the evidence, and mm-hmm. she gave you what the fuck she wanted to give you in regards to your sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's her job. But she also gave you her opinion of you, just like many other judges do. Right. You remember when that white boy stole that fucking car and was running people over, and the judge and the and the 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 judge said and let him off. They let him off because he had some kind of not disease, some kind of little um. It's always a mental condition. Disorder called affluenza. Wow. What the fuck is affluenza? 
they said is when uh, ch- uh, clearly not no black motherfuckers, but some white motherfuckers has some kind of they're they're used to being um in affluent situations being rich and having money and having things so uh-huh. they didn't know any better so him run taking this fucking car and running people over let excuse him because he has affluenza yeah <laughs> he's a fluid <laughs> you know i'm rich and th- feel like i can do whatever i want to do and wow. you know they let him off for, for this bullshit. If you paint the perfect picture with and the then, lawyers and stuff. And then you got fucking lawyers talking about Brock Turner. The rapist. Y'all remember him? The one that raped the white girl behind the dumpster? Oh, the mm-hmm. wasn't he young? He's like Yeah, he was young. Both of them was young. Yeah. Raped the girl behind the dumpster. And then they let, gave him fucking three months fucking probation. Whoa. And the judges were like you know, I don't want to ruin his life. I want to shit. You know, this was just a mistake that I don't want to ruin his life. What the fuck? Wow. Like, really, it's really people out here getting off and uh, and judges sharing stupid ass fucking opinions all the fucking time. But then when this lady does some real fucking justice mm-hmm. and get a predator off the street and keep him off the street and share, her, yeah. and share a normal popular opinion that all of us have about molesters, right? Mm-hmm. We don't yes. like them. We don't want them in our society. We don't want our children to be affected by monsters like this, right? right. We exactly. don't want that. And most people don't. Most normal people don't want that. So her sharing this opinion and if you are coming at her like she's doing something wrong then you, then you like, support it then you right. support it you, you weird too it. exactly and you are fucking this is this goes along with the bigger picture of like how patriarchy creeps itself in to attack us yeah Not, just like creeps itself in like like dude like y'all are trash y'all are part of a trash system you are part of a system that that is making you trash. Now, when I say all men are trash, I know some people are going to be like, oh, my God, not all men. We're talking about the system. Mm-hmm. So the system forces you motherfuckers to be trash sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. It forces you to be trash and you don't know no fucking better. And sometimes these niggas that are the one the, them exceptional niggas, they may not be trash, but they trash bags because they're complacent and they hold these trash ass niggas. But you're not up. saying nothing. Right. <laughs> right. You are by you calling her out about her what she did and how she she's just enacting vengeance against this predator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are trying to uh, hold these trash bag niggas up. Mm-hmm. You, these trash niggas up. And that means you are a trash bag because what does trash bags do? Hold oh, trash. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you may not be bad. You may not be molesting kids. But you are a part of a system of oppression against females, against children, against people, against grown women, against trans women, against trans men. Because trans men get assaulted as well. You are a, you are a part and compl- a part of holding up and being complacent in a system that is disgusting. It is predatory. It is a bunch of things that are so fucking trashy, and you don't even know it. Right. You don't and even th- know it. it. It's crazy because I don't know if you've been looking, but th- they're making sex dolls for molesters. What? And 
and they're yeah i've seen it while i was on facebook they're making well on the social media mm-hmm. i've seen it on different ones they're making sex dolls so that they're saying that they're making the dolls so that they won't i guess they won't go after real children so it's supposed to help them but how is that helping them what? that's making it worse I don't know. So I, don't, I, I have a different opinion about that. I know a lot of people are like, what? Da, 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 da. But for me, I feel like anything that you can do to stop them from dealing, from ruining a real child's life, do mm-hmm. it. Just the same thing I feel about the adult, um, the adult little sex dolls that they've been talking about lately. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing. If, if, if whatever you can create to stop them from molesting real girls, if they want to molest a doll, that's a doll. That's right. a toy. But don't you, but couldn't it lead up to the real thing? Like you can start off, oh, that's a doll. And then you're like, after you have the fake thing for so long, you're going to want to try the but real thing. But they're already doing that. Like yeah. it's already, it's already could, happening. But you don't think it could be like the the start of something? Like maybe they didn't even have no type of if they're desires and then they doll? see the sex yeah, doll. they buying a if kid buying sex a, doll. They already have that yeah. desire. <laughs> yeah. They already it's hard <laughs> and, and we, we, we don't we don't have a sex doll right now and they still molesting children. Right. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's not I feel like it's somebody's att- a it's kind of a weird attempt. I don't I don't it, I I just feel like whatever you can do to stop them from fucking molesting real girls <laughs> and raping real women and whatever mm. that can be done if they want to get a sex doll, great. <laughs> that that makes sense, but I still feel like it would be problematic. Like, I could, I could. I mean, people could say that about fake dicks and stuff. If they Wait. wanted, to. it's not the same Wait. category, but I mean, they could be like, that makes it pro- like me when I have like a packer. Uh-huh. They could be like, that could make it problematic. You're condoning these what? trannies or something. Oh no. Mm. It's not the same thing. It's not the same oh, thing. Oh, but if somebody was, if somebody was packer, transphobic people oh, transitioning you that you saying that a person making a packer is condoning transness yeah it, they could make that argument if they wanted uh, but i mean <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's gonna be in them I that trans is gonna be in them regardless right that's witchy. that's throwing that line of comparing <laughs> trans <laughs> and sexual no 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 I, I wasn't trying to do <laughs> I, I, that that's oh. feeling real weird <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Uh, it's I don't know. <laughs> I I can't say what I I can't say. I I feel anything that is for the purpose of stopping <laughs> a real child from being harmed. Right. I'm here for it. Anything that is stopping a woman from being raped and assaulted or whatever. If if you have rape fantasies and you want to act it out on this doll, go for it. If but you see, have, I feel like it can lead up to like I feel like once you when. But if they already have it, what's yeah. stopping it from growing? If they already have it, but the promotion of it is that promo- promoting it. Yes, if you're promoting um baby sex dolls, you mean the normalizing of it. Yeah, well, be like the promoting yeah. of the other uh, the sex dolls, and it's just like normalizing it, like you said, it's normalizing it, like oh, this is okay, but only if you use it to a doll. I get it. I get it. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I, I have. I, I get what you're saying. It does seem like. Uh, 
what you opening up this door, but it's already happening. Yeah. Like they're already doing it. Like without the sex dolls existing, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? It's still, oh, it's feel weird. Cause I feel like uh, you still gonna want the real thing. Yeah. Like regardless. Cause so what's the okay? So she just don't like the. Make a difference. She she's saying she don't like the feeding the demon type of thing. Yeah, they're I, doing. Can, I can and yeah. I can see that. I can see what you mean. <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, uh, that is so crazy. But I'm, <laughs> I just feel. Uh, I mean, I don't think she was wrong in what she said. The judge. I don't think she was wrong in what Me she either. said. I think that mm-hmm. creepy fucking dudes. They don't deserve respect. They don't deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when you molested these women's old w- little girls. I'm sorry molested these little girls over that long period of time you didn't show them respect you mm-hmm. didn't show their parents respect you didn't show your profession respect you didn't show the trust that they have for you any respect mm-hmm. so you don't need respect you don't need consideration you need to just shut the fuck up and sit there and get your sentence and take your ass to prison and stay there and when she she kind of implied the judge another problem that they had with her is she kind of implied that that she hoped that he got molested and experienced what they experienced in jail. I'm here for it. Where I'm, he, I'm just where thinking him. he better not. Nobody ever better not find out when he did. See, he did. I don't, I'm one of them people <laughs> that I don't even believe that though. Believe like what? this myth. I don't, I don't know. I I have to because I ain't real. I hear niggas talk about uh, niggas from jail, and I hear them talking. Um, I don't believe that jail justice shit always exists in every prison. Mm. It probably don't, but I'm saying it could be that one nigga that's going to be in there for life and like they kid got molested or something when they wasn't home or something and shanked the fuck out of him. I just don't believe that uh, that that kind of justice is always carried out. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think maybe some instances of that happen, but not enough to where it's guaranteed which I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, some of the people, they were calling her out about it. And I felt like, yo, y'all are considering, y'all making consideration of a predator. Like, I'm not going to be, in my mind, I'm not going to be thinking of how nice you are to him no. or the rights that he deserve. I'm not thinking about that shit. You are a fucking predator. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. And you here ain't no telling how many of those those women lives he's ruined like that messes with your adult life and like it really mm-hmm. scars you right so why am, I, why am i worried about why should i even be worried oh. about the judge calling you out on it no thank you i'm not here for it but that's it that's all i wanted to say on that <laughs> <laughs> okay so i want to talk about california today so Cali- <laughs> california oh california i didn't hear you i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> so i want to talk about california today um, so they are implementing LBGT history to be mandatory to be taught in schools. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, but some people aren't for it. Some people are for it. Some people feel like <coughs> you're forcing something on their children and they don't think it should be mandatory. They think it should be elective or something that you teach at home. And me and Z were talking about it. So I'm, I'm interested to see what y'all's opinions about it. Do you think this should be something that should be taught in schools or should it be an elective or should it be something that is taught at home? 
Well, me, I feel like it depends on how it's going to be taught. And the manner is going to be taught. Because if it's in a way that makes it go, you have to agree with this, I'm not really for that. I'm, mo- I'm more of a, okay, this is the reality rather than you have to agree with this. But it depends on how it's being taught. But I'm here for it. What do you mean by you have to agree with it? When you when we're talking about teaching um, gay history or LGBT history, history is history. Like, it's, it's the facts of the history. So what is it to agree with? Cause what I didn't, with. I didn't, yeah, I didn't hear the it's gonna be about history part. That's why when I just heard it, oh, it was okay. just like, oh, we're just making it mandatory. You learn about trans and gay people, and I was oh, like, no, huh? No, it's the history. Yeah. Okay. See, when I was saying that, I didn't want them to make it seem like it's like like isolate us and make it seem oh. like it's some other rather than reality and just real people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That makes sense. I don't know. I think that it's really, really important. And it's funny that somebody would have the idea of, oh, you guys should teach that at home. You should decide to teach it at home. I didn't get to, my mother didn't get to decide if she wanted me to learn about no fucking fake ass Christo- Christopher Columbus discovering America. <laughs> right. Because right. she, she wouldn't have taught me that. Because right. we, black folks, been knowing that that was bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, but I still had to read fucking books and celebrate it and r- remember dates and write little paragraphs about it. But it was a bullshit ass fucking history. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my parents did not get to choose whether my, the slave history was whitewashed or not. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I read I read some history books that made slavery seem like that they were fucking camping and they were workers just working for no wages and like it was almost implying that it was like a choice, like they were happy as yeah. slaves. Like and my parents would not have chose for me to learn that history if they had a choice, but because of how white supremacy is set up, it's the it's the you know, it's the default. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have to fucking learn this white history. Like, do you know anything about the kings and queens of Africa? Nah. Like, you know about uh, the the European kings. What's now, crazy? now that you woke, yeah. What's crazy is I've seen some black history. Like, I've seen like quite a few kings, and everybody never talked about it. It was mm-hmm. we never had no test on it, nothing. Like the teachers were just paying them. You see a picture in a little, yeah, the little, the little line, corner, <laughs> the on little the line under the picture, <laughs> king such and such of the do 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 do. Right, that's and they'll be awesome. <laughs> like they'll be awesome kings. And but I bet you know, learn and know a lot about European history, baby, and and the all French that. Revolution, and and make um, it seem like it's all history how they right, teach it. Right, and so. You know, that if if you talk to most black parents or individuals, they want to hear more about that. Like, I want to hear more about South American history. Mm. I want to hear more about African history. I want to hear more about the prisoners that went over to fucking um, Australia, even though that's part of um, European history, too. Mm. (laughs) You know, they sent they sent criminals over to Australia, Mm. like all the Australians other than the the aboriginal black people that was already in australia mm-hmm. <laughs> before they came and colonized it um you know they were prisoners they they sent them there like as a like as a punishment 
<laughs> so most of the people who originated that are not the original people, the black people, the indigenous, Aboriz- indigenous people, mm-hmm. they came, the white people over there are cr- from criminals. and Their ancestors were criminals. So uh, it's so much history that my parents would have decided for me not to <laughs> get mm-hmm. if we had to decide. So it's uh, it's just funny that they would say, oh, we should be able to decide if our children, or if it's a part of history, if it's a part, I want to know about the Philadelphia riots. I want to know about the sit-ins that gay folks did. Mm-hmm. I want to know about um, Marsha P. Johnson. <laughs> Our right. Stonewall riots. <laughs> the Stonewall riots. I want to know. I want I want people to know. I know this because I'm a fucking activist and I'm an advocate for trans rights and LGBT rights. I know this. I know that the civil rights revolution started almost exactly at the same time that the sexual revolution did. Mm-hmm. But the only difference is that it the black change needed to come in more immediate right. because we couldn't hide our color. You see what I'm saying? The effects of Jim Crow was crazy, and we couldn't hide our color. The reason why I think the sexual revolution took long is because some of us could hide our gayness. Mm -hmm. Some of us could hide our sexuality. Some of us could hide our transness or suppressed our trans. That's what we did. So, So it took longer for rules and regulations and policies to change because it took longer for us to accept like oh this is who i am and there is nobody out the visibility wasn't there but black folks the visibility had to be there because we couldn't change our color Mm -hmm. so you get what i'm saying the the intensity of the unfairness to the intensity that we needed to have to fix it was heightened because we couldn't hide our blackness. Right. You know, some of us could pass as white, mm-hmm. but, you know, but most of us could not. Mm-hmm. And so the unfairness, it was just a more urgent. And so I think it went faster in regard to change, even though it hasn't changed totally. But I think it went faster than the sexual revolution. But they started at the same time. The Stonewall riots happened around the same time, like in the 60s, just like the other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it just was a time of change. And... um. So when the new cycle started, I, exactly. So I, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like it's. I feel like we should teach it. I think it's important, and I don't think you should teach it in a way that's trying to get you a, to agree. Uh-huh. Just state the facts. Right. Just state yeah. what happened, how it happened, when it happened. Why was this important to the political climate? Mm-hmm. Why was this important to our rights? Why? Right. Because you can't just because I like think about. It. We just had the. Marriage equality, right? Mm-hmm. We just yeah. had that. If you think about history books like 50 years from now or 100 years from now, uh-huh. you can't just pop up talking about this. Like, y- y'all know Dred Scott uh-huh. or Brown versus Board of Education. Those mm-hmm. classic cases. All right. The reason why you know why those cases, Roe versus Wade, the reason why you know those cases are important and groundbreaking is because you know the history of slavery, the history of black people, because you know what led to those cases. When we talk about the Little Rock Nine, the ones who came in, who integrated schools, Mm -hmm. we know why it's important because Jim Crow laws, we know the history of Jim Crow laws, right? Right. And how we were separated and desegregated. We know how important this case is because we know the context. What y'all going to do when 50, 60, 100 years from now, when we talk about the groundbreaking case of, you know, when the Supreme Court said gay marriage is 
constitutional. Right. It, without the history and the context of how we got to this point, you have to teach the history. Right. <laughs> I think people are just afraid of change. Yeah. That's really what it is. I think people feel like it's it's going to be forced on their children and their children are going to be swayed. And they're going to be gay. LBGT. <laughs> but I'm like, that's not something that you're swayed to do. Like, if it's in you, it's in you. If it's, it's not, right. it's not. Yeah. Like, See, I don't necessarily agree with that either. Well, not if it's in you, but like, it, <laughs> what do you mean? That. I don't, I don't think that every. You feel like everybody is low key bisexual? Um, <laughs> it's like certain, my true like, my true I do feel that. Yeah, I, I feel like feel circu- okay. certain I feel like circumstances. You know, kind of witchy. But I think there's some people who are naturally innate, <laughs> um, gonna be predisposed to being gay. And then I, I think that, th- and this is all theory. Um, uh-huh. and I also think that some people, because sexuality is fluid, I think that they, um. You know, some people, their life circumstances can lead them in that direction. It's not necessarily naturally in them, but their fluidity is it's natural for them to, because of the circumstances, because of um, maybe they meet a queer person. They never thought about it before, but they meet a queer person, and that they person changed their mind. Yeah, they just everything they um, wanted Whereas then you have a person who's always been attracted to the same sex from when they was little. It, no circumstances happen. It's just like I'm attracted to the same sex. That's what it is. From I can't as long as I can remember. Mm. You get what I'm saying? You yeah, have two yeah. different people with two different experiences. So I don't think it's necessarily if it's in you, it's gonna be in you. But I think some people is like that. But I think some people is more circumstantial. But I talked about this before. Yeah, it yeah. being circumstantial. Um, but I'm all for the influence, though. Like I'm all if the if the history. I'm talking about the facts. Mm-hmm. Like if the facts of our history of the LGBT history, because history isn't you gonna share you history shares some some disopinion. If you're teaching it right, it's gonna share both sides of whatever the right. issue is. If you're teaching it right, mm-hmm. um, so I'm here for like if you share just the facts mm-hmm. to the kids. However, it influences them. It just that's, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I just I feel like with the education part, it will help like the discrimination and the things that the violence and the, and all that that happens to the LBGT. When you're more educated about a subject, you're you're less likely to to be against it. I feel like mm-hmm. I, I agree. Yeah, exactly. if you're stating the facts. Right, <laughs> the facts, not, not opinion, you, if not the fake news, hearsay. not the not silly ass hotel logic right. facts. <laughs> 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 that whatever that stuff is, whatever how their mind works, or how extremist Christian people think, and all that kind of bullshit. Not that kind of, but just the facts, just the basic facts of what it is, what it isn't. Blah, 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 blah. What happened? What didn't happen? Right. <laughs> you know? No. I think they need to know that people were sending them, sending gay people. And there was a time in our history where they were giving gay people conversion therapy. Yeah. That they were electric shocking mm-hmm. them to try to get them to, to be straight. To be straight. And they I bet, I wonder, I wonder how many fake them be like, my gay is gone. I, mean, I, I, I would have faked if you electrocuted me every day. It's gone. Exactly. It's not here no more. I'm not. I was born. How many fake just to avoid that happening to them? Yeah. I mean, how <laughs> many people fake 
fake it in today's society mm-hmm. because they don't want to be pro- ridiculed and prosecuted for who they are. They yeah. they like uh, well, I don't want to say, that's but Caitlyn Caitlyn Jenner she suppressed her her woman who she wanted to be. Well, that's mm-hmm. an example, and she transitioned later on in life and say, "This is who I am." And I think it has a lot to do with. You know, her wanting to live this life and being this father for her children. And this is who I have to be in life because this is what I'm so expected to do. Absolutely. I think, you know, I think they need to know that history. They need to know the history of how people, um, Matthew Shepard, how it was a time in the 90s and 80s where gays were coming up missing and killed. Like I remember, uh, I, uh, I remember when I was younger and hearing about Matthew Shepard being beaten and tied up on that fence. Mm-hmm. Y'all know him? No, I, have, I haven't heard of him. So Matthew Shepard, I think it was in the 90s, early 90s. I can't remember, but he was a gay boy that these straight dudes caught up in this bar and they basically beat him and killed him and hung him on the fence. Wow. I, so I could see, well, in a way, not telling the history is isolating us in a way, too. Yeah. It's a yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it's us as black trans people, we know how important telling our history is. We're black. We know there's some shit that's been told that has been lied. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. There's some shit that's been told that's been lies. And if it, the truth was out, we wouldn't be in the situation that we are in as a as right. America. Right, you know, we just wouldn't be. It's just that's, that's just true. Yeah, so we know the importance of history being told. We know. Think about if we knew about Marsha P. John. Well, y'all are still young. I'm, and I'm not old, old, but Mm-mm. I wish that I knew about Marsha P. Johnson when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah me too. That, <laughs> you know, I wish dope. that I knew about. I knew other trans folks and trans history and all those things. Um, we just talked about little acts. We talked about. Um, all the things that were done by trans folks that would have be, that were groundbreaking. I wish I knew about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, you know, because it would have made me more comfortable. It would have made me let me let me know that I wasn't alone. It would let mm-hmm. me know that I had a torch to keep on that that was passed. Mm-hmm. It's so many things that it would I I felt like knowing that history and learning. I remember a psychology class that I was in, and I'm a whole trans woman mm-hmm. in this room. And the book started talking about trans people, and it was like a paragraph that was so general and yeah. so, so almost like I would. I wish she and we just read over it. Like yeah, we, you got a whole trans woman in your class, and you're not gonna sit on this a little bit, right? That, that's how I felt when I went to school too. I was in psychology. I heard them mention trans people, and it was just like, oh, this is it. Okay. Mm-hmm. On to the next subject. It's very much yeah. so. Oh, they have gender dysphoria. Um, this is what they take hormones to become the next. Da, 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 da. So it wasn't even topic. that. When I was in there, it was just like this is what the brain does. Boom, bam, bam. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was very brushed, red over, brushed <laughs> over, and it's a whole. And everybody kind of snickered like we got a whole trans woman in here, and oh, that nigga T. Oh yeah, in college, yes. Oh okay. And it was like. I I was ready ready and willing to give the conversation a go mm-hmm. to from my perspective, um, but I think I think it 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 would be really important, even yeah. even as elective, 
But I think it doesn't need just to be an elective. I don't think it needs to be an elective. It needs to be a part of the history because we are a part of the fabric of this country. Right. I think education really heals ignorance. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if you're you're against it or if you afford it, as long as you have some type of knowledge about it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I can't stand when somebody has such a profound opinion about something but don't know shit. and you <laughs> don't know anything the only thing you can go backtrack on your facts is that oh the Bible, Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed because of this that's know, all I need to know at the be- <laughs> you, you definitely don't have x x y this and these chromosomes so and they don't know shit about chromosomes they don't know shit you don't you don't you know the basic high school level right theories about fucking sex and genes and chromosomes and you gonna sit here and tell me you don't even know that there are males with two x's Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't even know that there are females with y's you don't even know about swear syndrome you don't even know about um de la chapelle in syndrome you don't even know about um it's so many intersex the intersex people like you sitting here telling me that a, a human can be born with a whole dick and pussy and my brain can't be one way and my body go another right like get the fuck out of here like you don't like it is scientific proof that yes. things can be mixed up and scientific it's not proof it's, these it's, are facts. it's a gray area yes like yo it's you you it is men who are born with an extra x chromosome mm-hmm Male babies who are born one in every five hundred births. The frequency is from one to every one to every five hundred or one to every thousand. So think about how many billions of men are in the country or in the world. Yeah. How how do you feel about people that would be like, Oh, that's just must be because the mama ain't take good care of the kids. Oh, they always <laughs> that's that. more patriarchy oh, wanted to blame the mama. Oh, you ain't have no father, that's one to blame females for everything going wrong. Um you know, it, it, and it's so many, We do, and they haven't even began to study how that extra X chromosome affects those males who have it. Mm-hmm. They haven't even begun to study it or broke it down because these are concepts that are not fully understood. Right. And so how your measly fucking high school education of biology gonna invalidate my fucking whole humanity because oh well i know you was born with a why <laughs> i know i i don't care like i never deny being a male child right that's never what i've denied i got a whole pp <laughs> <laughs> i know i got it i know i got it so it's and that's a, mm, this is about to be controversial <laughs> so let me say this this is why where I'm going with this <laughs> without being late. Um, this is why my beliefs about myself do not always align with other trans girls. Okay? Because, Same as me. Because I don't ignore or believe that what I am is a defect. I don't believe that I believe I was born in a gray area and it is okay for me to be in that gray area. Right. So I don't deny or think um, I am a trans person living a trans experience. My brain is trans. My body is trans. My body is queer, super queer. My mind is super queer. It's just I'm in the gray area in all aspects. 
you know, yes, my performance of my gender is more on the femme side, on the female, we were talking about this last week, is more on the femme side, but how, my body, my brain, it's all in that gray area, mm-hmm. you know? So what I do, how I sexually express myself, how I think about, I am a trans person, and I'm okay with being a trans person. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not, it's, I don't think that, I think, and this is just me, I don't think, I, this is not me projecting my thoughts on other other people's experience on them, but this is how I feel about me. I feel like a part of my journey in accepting who I am is undoing what I thought trans was. Right. Mm. <laughs> That's how I feel too. <laughs> uh, from what I thought, like back when I was in uh, high school and early <laughs> college, it was... I'm a woman. I'm doing. I'm getting the sex change. Uh, I'm yeah. doing this stuff, and uh, and it's basically this is the way to go. right. And it was basically me conforming to the caricatures of womanhood right. that I saw p- being performed. Right. And I would. I it, it was okay. You gotta have long hair. You gotta have nails. You gotta have a vagina. And it was whatever this shell of womanhood that I thought was. And I feel like what makes us kind of special in a way is because we can't navigate in that space like Mm -hmm. we can't really well some that grow up and their parents are like accepting of them very early in childhood Mm -hmm. but i feel like my feminine my female experience is a big part of who i am absolutely but even then you even if you are born like like let's say jazz jennings Mm -hmm. um even though her parents accepted her as six five and six and allow her to get on hormones early and did all that kind of stuff your life is still colored by being a trans child you still had to go through bathroom issues because you were a trans child you still couldn't wear your bathing suit because you had a pee pee at the girls bathing party like when you went to a party where it was going to be girls in their the swimming party you couldn't dress the way the other girls do in the same way because you had different body parts and and that was super awkward so that colored your experience even though your parents was lovely and beautiful and wonderful in regards to accepting you and accepting your transness and letting you grow and be a trans person as you grew up Mm -hmm. yes you but it still colored your experiences in a trans way Mm -hmm. and so for me i had to learn that that was okay like my trans experience, my male experience is informed who I am today. And mm-hmm. that is a part of who I am. And it is okay. And it's to me transphobic <laughs> mm-hmm. for me not to accept that part of me and to just assimilate into womanhood and try to be this pristine, perfect thing. I'll never be a cis woman. Right. And so trying to be this perfect image um of a cis woman. It's impossible for me to do so. I'm always constantly setting myself up for failure. I'm always constantly setting myself up f- to be focused on my flaws. I'm constantly setting myself up to not be good enough in the standards of this cis heteronormative world that, and it's fake anyway. It is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's like it's like it, it's like I don't know. It's it's not oh it's not okay to me. It's not um anymore to me that's not even going along with nature as much as they think it is them being cis heteronormative and stuff is not it's not realistic to me so it's not don't feel like it's a part of nature how they make it seem like it's this and that and that's it yeah because i feel like everything is so fluid (laughs) some animals are fluid and so it's like exactly 
I agree with that because like when you accept yourself in your entirety, it's it's so lovely. It makes your life better. Yeah. It made me love my body. It mm. made me love myself more. Cause think about it, if you constantly are putting yourself against this standard. Right. Women talk about this standard all the time. Like right. cis women, when you're trying to be against this standard of perfect femininity, mm-hmm. and this is just cis women, just in the cis women realm, mm-hmm. they are trying to be skinnier, whiter, straighter hair, whatever that image is, whatever that anti-black image feminine and beauty is, they are battling against that. Right. And we are on the, in in the negative, mm-hmm. <laughs> and y'all at least y'all they are on this side of the cis womanhood. You see what I'm saying? They're on the cis side of that feminine spectrum, but we all the way on coming from not you, but mm-hmm. us. We're coming from you know the male side where it's not only our performance that's being judged; it is our physical body and da 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 trying to live up to that standard, and we'll never get there. And right. we're so far away from it that it can really affect how we view ourselves and in the I, world, in the world, mm-hmm. and, and in our own minds. Because I'm, I'm totally, I'm, I'm personally not. I don't care about the world because I feel like we. Not, I don't care about the world. That's not the right thing to say. But I'm more. I once I learned that I can control my happiness with how I feel about myself. The world didn't matter. Right. People' opinions. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I didn't. I don't really care. Like once I start realizing, hey, your body is good how it is. Right. Hey, you at the level that you are on in your transition. Like prior to me getting my body right and getting it where I needed to be, where I was comfortable with it. It was. I had to learn that. Hey. Where you are right here in your transition, prior to getting these breasts, um, prior to getting this body, prior to getting whatever whatever advancements you I got, right? You are okay at whatever stage you are. Right. I feel like cis people would have no choice but to respect it because they'll be like, "You don't accept yourself for how you are," and then but so how can you, you expect have us that to body. accept you? Right. You have that that queer body, that different body, and then like. Because, like, people can make fun of our top surgery scars, but if we embrace our chest as it is and just wear it out and proud, there's really nothing they could really say. They could, but, like, people going to try to make, they're going to try to talk about you either way it go. But I'm just saying, like, they have no choice but to respect it more. Exactly. Because you, 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 the whole, what you just said, Nia, as far as you know, um, how can you want us to accept you? You don't even accept your damn self, you know. But a lot of, when they, a lot of times when they say that, they're like, oh, you're, you're confused. You don't even, you don't even want to be what you were designed to be at birth. So how can we accept who you are and you seem confused already? Yeah. That's so a lot with I, and, and I learned for me that it wasn't about me being confused mm-hmm. about that. It was me trying to reconcile with what was the images on the outside of me telling me. Right. And what my mind and body was telling me. Right. It was me trying to compromise in that space. That's what it was. And the compromise Mm -hmm. that I came up with was when I was younger was, oh, my mind is telling me this and my body is this. So I need to get surgeries. I need to get hormones i need to take these steps that these other girls are taking and these doctors telling me that i can take to get my mind to match my body right and so 
because once I seen that that was a goal and a in 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 an accomplishable goal, I was like, that's my plan. Da, 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 da. But in that process of trying to get that goal, I learned that all oh, this is really bullshit. This right. is, this shit you trying to live up to is fake. They trying to live up to something too. Mm, they are (laughs) they're trying to live up to something that's impossibly impossible for them to live up to and i got to a level in my life around my 20s like my late 20s that where i was like uh, you saw the humanity in the situation yeah like (laughs) like you you don't really need a sex change you can be okay where you are right now right because it'll never be the same that'd be fucking my dysphoria but no matter how pretty this penis will look Mm -hmm. When I get a sex change, it's never going to be the same thing. And this not saying <laughs> that somebody who gets to that right, level, right, right. who wants the vagina and who wants it at that level, is comfortable because I got to the level where I needed to get my breasts because I wanted my outside body to right. perf- to be a certain way for the world. Um, but if that's where they want to go, then great. Right. But, wherever you, but wherever you are, my point is, wherever you are in your transition, then neither will invalidate you neither would like being less or being more won't invalidate you you are still a human being you are just having an experience and enjoy the experience while you are where you are yes if you got some goals go for them get them you got some body goals go for them get them do what makes you feel good in this world that's like same thing i talk to when people are fat and they get the surgery i'm never gonna be like oh girl you should have just worked out oh girl why you just didn't do this oh girl why you just didn't accept your body for what it was Mm -hmm. if this is where they wanted to be Right. And, you know, this helped them get there, then go for it. And that's yeah. how I feel about how I got. Right. I, I get my body to where I want it to be. I'm comfortable with my body now. I don't walk past a mirror and look at it and feel any kind of way. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I like it. This is what I like. Now, you know, I'm a little big, bigger than what I want to be. But that's even that, you know, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you're still comfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm still comfortable enough to where it's not affecting how you view yourself how i view myself and if i'm sad and if i'm depressed and if i'm thinking i'm a failure mm-hmm. you know yeah not all of us get all types of surgery some people don't even get on hormones at all and that's okay yeah some people can't get on hormones because they got a heart condition or they got a some kind of medical condition where they can't do it but they're still a woman right or they're still a man mm-hmm. there's right. whatever they are they yeah. still are something what they're still expressing whatever they want to express, however they want to yeah. perform. Me knowing, even though bottom surgery won't be the exact same, I feel like I still want it because I know that's that's part of my goals. It's always been part of my goals since I was younger. Mm-hmm. So and I mean, that could change. You know that could right. change too. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. could. So it's you know. changed for me because I've always, I was, I've always been like, oh, girl. At one point, I was one of those girls like, I don't understand why you wouldn't want a sex change. Like, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Women have pussies. Like, why would you want to be in between? Like, why would you want to be? And you don't. Th- and, and, and but that's, that's how I used yeah. to feel. But then, like, I, I had to come to a point where, like, girl, even with or without a sex change, you're still transgender. You're there. You're still gonna be. Cause my my thinking was like, oh, when you get a pussy, like, girl, you're a whole woman now. Like, <laughs> you're 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 still trans, but you're you're there and. That's not something, it's not healthy because it's almost invalidating who you are. It's like, I'm not good enough until I get this. Mm-hmm. Until and I get this. get it, it's this. It's still going to be like. something else that you can't live up to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But that education, even education as far as ourselves too, 
can save and can, you know, have all types of little black boys running around saying trans women too. Just mm. like the one guy, Eves. Yeah. Yeah, like the eavesdropper yeah. on Instagram or something like that. Yeah, the eavesdropper. Right. I thought that was so dope. I feel because I could see myself doing that, so I thought whoa, whoa, that was whoa, so. Wait, you gotta tell us about it. What? Who oh, are we talking oh, about? um, his name is Eves, I believe. It's Y V E S, and um, he went to a women's march, and he was holding up a sign, dancing, having a good time, and his sign said "trans women too," and I thought that was interesting to see a black male, masculine black male. In a space full of what I saw, only white women in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Because black folks weren't going to that shit. Some of them did, but, you know. Dancing, holding up the sign saying trans women too. Just just like, just not giving a fuck. Mm -hmm. Carefree. Carefree black boy T. I saw him, before he did the little video that was been, that's kind of been circling the internet. I saw the sign. I saw a picture of the sign. And I was like, oh, I know that's right. Like, yeah. I was like, yes. And I, I typed on um, <laughs> on the picture, thank you. You know, mm-hmm. thank you for supporting. Um, supporting and thinking about us in the situation. Because some some other women there didn't want us there. Mm-hmm. Baby, I see somebody, <laughs> somebody had like a, some white lady had a, um, she had a poster that said, <laughs> Something excluding trans women, basically. Yeah. It was like, oh, we're here, but not for the trans women. You're not a woman. I can imagine how much shade he got. I can (laughs) can imagine him being like black, super tatted with (laughs) this sign. (laughs) Yeah, I fuck with trans women. Like, they exist. I think that was so dope. You know, because and it's, it's rare to see a black man do that. Even, you know, a gay black man or... Um, cause I th- sometimes I think gay black men are some of kind of nonchalant about it. Yeah, like it's like we don't want to. Um, this is not our tea. Yeah, some of them go we along with the masculine you. standards. We respect you and say your pronouns right and say you, your name, but we ain't gonna kind of stick up for you. We kind of, um, we just gonna be like, oh well. Cause they kind of some of them, and this not this is I'm overgeneralizing on purpose. I know I know that this is not everybody does not have the same story, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying consistently what I see. You have some that are gonna be like trans women too, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you are gonna have some to be like, eh, I don't really in the back of my mind I don't really validate your womanhood either, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be in the space taken up for that womanhood yeah i feel like in the same way it's similar because even some gay women will be like oh girl you still a girl like some of them invalidate it's just kind of they see you as women you know so i'm pretty sure with gay men they still kind of see y'all as men too yeah some of them yeah or just and maybe not even as men but just as not a woman but not necessarily <laughs> yeah. a man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, and so they're not ever going to be in a space where they're taking that kind of stance. Right. They like, mm, well, that's not really our issue. But, you know. If we all together, maybe, yeah. like, at a pride parade, yeah, you know. No, 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 no. But in that space, no. uh, <laughs> now let them do that. <laughs> right. Let them have that. Let them do it. Let them, you know, go for it. Um, but that's men. Like I definitely yeah, yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, queer b- black women doing it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I definitely. Me too. Qu- 
queer black women have always, I like, have always I have stepped seen up. it. I have seen queer, like, women of color do it. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it with them. Yeah. But they always the ones, they always the ones that are progressive and inclusive. Not always, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but, you know, usually. Usually to take the step. If I hear some <laughs> non-trans person speaking up for us. On a video or somewhere else, it's, it's usually yeah, black queer uh, women. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty yeah. much. I forgot <laughs> what her name is. She was she's dark skinned and she has um, dang, she was on um ballroom throwbacks. Forgot, and she's a comedian too, and dang, you, she's very outspoken about this the rights for everybody, and she always includes trans friends. But there's also I don't know if you heard a show called Grapevine, the Grapevine on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I love the Grapevine. Yeah, it's a guy that named Mouse on there, I believe, and he sticks up for trans people nowadays. No, too. wait, wait, wait. I love Mouse, but <laughs> Mouse just now started to uh, get. Yeah, yeah he's, he got more educated <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah, like this last video they did on, um, <laughs> I can't think it was man bashing, and I think that that's the name of it. And mm-hmm. he, you know, it's basically women explaining why they say men are trash and da 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 da. There were some guys in there and. He and he had a really nice queer political analysis, <laughs> and that's not normally him. And I was like, oh, now he ain't as bad as Carl and yeah, that other what's the other African guy that he's a comedian. Uh, a real I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he they always be reading the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, I've he, never seen this. Yeah, it's a really what? good show. Yeah, like, it's, it's really, really good. good. Um and. You know, but yeah, Mouse, this last little episode, he was really wearing it out to me. Um, it's called The Grapevine on YouTube. And they basically, it's a plan, panel of multicultural people, mostly black, discussing um, issues and popular culture yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And they, it's a really, really good show. I wish they get on TV. I'm right. Rooting, I'm rooting for them right. to do that. Um, but yes, you got, I think they're, we're in a in a stage where trans folks are pushing this we are pushing the queering of the world we are pushing people to get more woke about gender we are pushing people to get more educated about these type of things and i think um that's what we're doing i even have um some women don't want to even transition that's you know, it, it make me really see how fluid it, like, like how fluid everything is because they come to me talking about top surgery. Like, do you know any good top surgery? Like, people that do good top surgery, like, stuff like that. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, people are really just, is they coming to the trans people for information like that. They like want yeah. top surgery but not transition. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I just think That's it's so interesting. That's so backward. I would, yeah. I would think... <laughs> Why do you think that? Well, I've seen it before, I'm, though. I've seen it many times. I've seen it too. Like I'm, I've seen it, but well, it's just like me, bitch. What you mean? <laughs> How you know I got breast, but I don't want to go get no pussy. No, they may well, be I'm no. About they, top surgery specifically, but she same like, thing. She have, may she don't want no dick, but she don't want no titties. Okay, she don't even you? she don't she not even a trans man. She's still a woman. Right. She's like I'm a stud, but I don't want titties. But wouldn't that be like a step to transitioning? Like, okay, on the for some people, or they just don't like their titties. I've never. Okay, so <laughs> I'm thinking of it on the like on like the, when butch queens get their ass done. But I'm talking <laughs> about titties. I'm talking <laughs> about top surgery. So just like if no. a guy got 
their breasts done, like you just got titties, like. No, because studs are masculine, right? No, I get it, but I'm saying so like, like how? Well, not but all everybody studs, can do what you want to do, but I'm just like, wouldn't that be like the step to like? I just feel like I'm, my point was there's no boxes, right? No, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so I feel like in a way you kind of like hmm, maybe there's a box, but that <laughs> that was my point. Like, there's no. When you boxes. think about it, if you want, it, what we're working towards is the no boxes, is the yeah, no questioning what somebody wants to do with their body. That is true. What you know? That's I think. And that that's what I was just talking about as far as yeah. us, what I did when I was younger, when, my, when it came to my transness, it was me trying to fit this box. Right. <laughs> Not real. And I had to live life a little bit longer and have life experience and realize that the world that I really want is where there is no boxes. There is no where your transition ends, where your transition begins and da 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 da. It's just do what you feel, express right. yourself however you can express yourself and use the tools that science gives us, the tools that um, life gives us to be able to create our own world. And I think that's what we're working towards. Right. I think so, too. Yeah. But I still think there's I still think there's steps to like, <laughs> like, I know <laughs> I just I just couldn't see you just walking around like a whole man because it's not you for you. Right. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> it's not I would be so you. confused. Like it's for them. No, girl, it's okay. Just, just get educated. Oh, is it shady Sunday? No, get educated more. When you say I'm confused, <laughs> it's because you have boxes still. I do. I have yeah. a little. I have and a little okay. one two. You know, I have a little one two box there, and know. <laughs> and everybody works on undoing those or not undoing. Some people are okay with. Yeah. Like I'm okay with the gender binary, mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. regards to my own personal life. I'm okay with expressing my gender in a in the stereotypical feminine way. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that with my life. But what I what I work on and work on the world to become is when I see people that don't do the box how I do the box mm -hmm. I'm not judging them or I'm not looking at it as, at looking at it as confusion am I 100% there no no <laughs> no but I'm there to the point where you know it doesn't affect me like it would have before mm -hmm. right you know, hashtag if you want to. Anytime we having this, we want to see y'all hashtag. Give us that feedback. Yeah, give us that go on iTunes and review. But we about to say that right now. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right.